The transformation has begun, Bryce. What's that? Uh, it's Tuesday. We record on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is the second day in a row I've worn this exact shirt. Not this exact one. Oh, whoa. Okay. But I did the thing. I went to, uh, there's a giant store. They don't paint the floors. It's sort of a warehouse feel to it. You got to have a membership. Okay. Yeah. I got you. So I went there and I bought five identical shirts. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's, so it's like a, what is this? A black. Just a black Long sweater. sleeve waffle t-shirty type thing. Mm-hmm. This is going to be my new look now. Uh, so I've got the uh, the black long sleeve shirt, the Levi 512s with the rolled up cuff and the chucks. Wow. I didn't even notice. Well, no, I didn't notice. So this is, I, I was on vacation last week and that's when I made the decision. I was going all in on my uniform. I just, I always admired people who they don't spend it. They're not wasting any time standing in front of the closet in the morning going, huh, what am I going to wear? Huh, what am I going to wear? I just, I know this is shirt number two. I even took a Sharpie. I wrote one, two, three, four, five in the uh, little tag inside of them. Wow. And then you wash them on the weekends and uh-huh. cycle again next week. Exactly. Okay. They you were know. $15 each too. So it's a, <laughs> it's a high quality shirt. Man. Uh, uh, I think this is a pretty genius idea. I've actually heard, I think there's legitimate studies that have been done that talk about anxiety people get trying to map out their yeah. attire for the week. Uh, this is going to shock you. What? I spend minimal time thinking about it. What? what? <laughs> uh, I know I seem so put together and, uh, you know, with the current trends and yeah. really timeless to, looks. But if you just go with real simple, real basic stuff, you're fine. Do you think anyone's going to notice I wear the same shirt five days a week? I had no idea. Okay. I shouldn't have told you. I would have, I should have waited to see how long this would go on before you said, Hey, wait a minute. Didn't you wear that yesterday? I think, wasn't there. There was a TV a news anchor. News anchor or something. They wore the same suit every day to see if anyone noticed. And, and no they one did. didn't. No. Yeah. It was Australia or something like that. I think a guy did it here in Canada too. Oh. I think one of the TSN guys. Anyway. So now I'm not wasting any more of my energy stressing about what I'm going to wear to the next taping of the Lawn Chair Profits. Wow. A lawn chair is a good town chair, but you're aware of that. It falls down to half the size so you can lay it flat. I can watch the world go by and live without a care. I've never had a bad time in my old lawn chair. I really admire this sweater move. Yeah. I think this is good. It's a bold strategy. I think it's going to pay off handsomely. Is it a sweater? I thought it was more, well, I don't know. It looks do like you, a sweater. Do you want to touch it? No, I'm good. Do you want to touch it? No, I'll go to that store. Well, you know what I'm going to do? What? I'm going to buy the same thing. Oh, great. <laughs> I'm going to buy the same shirt. But weren't you criticizing my jeans as, and called them dad jeans? Well, I might not get the same cut of jean. They're 5'12s. They're semi-skinny. I, the, you, They're not like the baggy dad pants. Everyone knows I rock the five four ones. Yeah, but you wear black ones all the time. Oh, I do. Like you're going to a funeral. I have gray ones too. I just choose to never wear them. Yeah. I always go black. I just think that everybody, like, can't we all just, I think clothes stress people out so badly. Like it really, I'm sure there are people out there who just love to go clothes shopping because their bodies are perfect. But there are a lot of people like me who can't just walk into a store. I got to try everything on. I went online the other day and I ordered jeans. I just ordered more of these and they arrived and my life is good. I didn't have to stress out about it. Man. 
Better than going to somebody's house and buying used jeans off of Kijiji or Craigslist. Who or does that? I know that's a I thing. I know people do it. In like swimsuits? People oh, buy used swimsuits. That's weird. Mm-hmm. I never, Can you imagine going to somebody's house to try on clothes? <laughs> oh, to have to go into their powder room and try on the clothes? Wow. Changing clothes in a bathroom is an awkward experience to begin with. Yeah. Let alone someone else's where you're trying on their clothes. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about strange, weird Kijiji deals. And Kijiji, that, that's our buy and sell where we record. Like that's the one that everybody uses. Yeah, Kijiji. Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, that's a big one. But a lot of weird transactions go down. Yeah, it turns out there's a lot of weirdos out there. Who knew? Yeah. Um, this one right here. I had a guy interested in a free mattress that I had posted. Oh, baby. He didn't show up at 4 p.m. like we agreed, but at 11 p.m. and thought that was perfectly normal. <laughs> he also took my snow shovel I had sitting on my front doorstep. <laughs> just took it as a nice bonus? Yeah. Man. Yeah, I can't make four, so I'll just show up at 11 mm-hmm. unannounced. You don't go to anybody's house at 11 o'clock at night. No. Like that's a, like, unless you're invited over. Unless you're a police officer. Yeah. You probably shouldn't be there. Or a firefighter. Of course. Everybody else stay away. <laughs> uh, some, this one's very, very specific about the size of the engine in this motorcycle, but I had a 650cc Kawasaki motorcycle for sale. Cute. I live in Edmonton. A guy offered me an extra $50 if I would deliver it to Yellowknife. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't happen. Yeah, you know, for 50 bucks, sure, I'll make a 2,000 kilometer round trip. I would want to see. I'm actually going to Google that right now. How far is Edmonton to Yellowknife? And remember, you got to do round trip. Edmonton and Yellowknife. Yeah. 991 kilometers one way. Yeah. So, two, wow, wow, I guessed at 2,000. That was actually a pretty good guess. Wow. Yeah, for 50 bucks. Uh, Oh, this was one of my favorites right here. Hey, Garner and Bryce, I was selling a kitchen table and chairs on Kijiji. A guy came to have a look. While he was in my kitchen trying to decide if he wanted it, he helped himself to a handful of grapes I had washed (laughs) and put in a bowl on my island. Didn't say a word, just grabbed a handful. In the end, he decided... I was asking too much for my table, and he laughed, but not before enjoying some grapes, Kathy. Uh, that is solid. I really, truly admire this man. He it's, has life all figured out. It's a level of confidence, yeah. the likes of which we don't really see most of the time. I don't think I could walk into a stranger's house and grab food yeah. that they just had sitting out that wasn't meant to be out. And then also just the confidence to go to someone's home, look at the item you've discussed, and then turn on your heels and walk away. Because it's too expensive. I would feel once I cross the threshold, I'm obligated to buy whatever I'm there to buy. Yeah, you've made the effort to get there. Uh, you're kind of committed. Um, there's actually somebody was this one right here along those lines. Uh, I lived in a condo building. My wife and I hauled a heavy coffee table from the fourth floor down to the main lobby. The Kijiji buyer and I agreed on a selling price ahead of time. When he showed up, he said, well, since you carried the table down to the lobby, you're pretty much uh, committed to the sale. He proceeded then to offer me less than the agreed upon price, to which I declined. Funny part is, he didn't have the proper bills and ended up paying a bit more for the table. Karma. Wow. Yeah. Man, I don't have that in me to try and swindle someone like that. 
No, you agree on a price. You pay the price. And it's a coffee table. Like, he can get it back upstairs. Sure, it's a bit heavy. Yeah. Man, <laughs> some people. Uh, I was selling a bunch of baby items on Kijiji. I had a buyer all lined up until she accidentally sent a nude along with one of her messages. Wow. I tried to play it cool because I really wanted to sell my stuff, but she got embarrassed and ghosted me. <laughs> hey, at least you got a nudie out of it. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Man. Because those aren't available anywhere. The humiliation that poor woman must have felt when she realized where that photo went. Oopsie. Wow. People must, like, if you're keeping nudes at the ready on your phone, like, how many of those accidentally get sent to your parents, to you? You're lucky you accidentally sent it to somebody on Kijiji and not your mom. Wow. That'd be awkward Christmas dinner. That's unbelievable. <laughs> uh, good morning, guys. One time I gave away a couch on Facebook and then spent all day looking for my cat, not realizing what happened until I got a text later that night from the guy telling me my cat was in the couch. What? And his dogs were freaking out. Oh, no. I didn't drive at the time and had to walk across town in the middle of winter to get him. Can't believe my cat stayed in there when we hauled the thing down two flights of stairs and into the guy's truck. That cat was desperate to get out of there. Oh, yeah. That cat had a plan. That cat just uh, Shawshanked its way out of there <laughs> and was caught. <laughs> yeah. That couch was its equivalent of the sewer tunnel. Uh, yeah. It's exactly what it was. And it was on the beach in Mexico repairing the boat. Yeah. When uh, the guy came walking down the beach. Instead of Morgan Freeman walking down the beach. It was the cat owner. It was the warden. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and the fact that that guy's like, yeah, I got your cat. It wouldn't drive it back. When so it is the guy who took the couch and now had the cat, is that Andy Dufresne? The cat's Andy Dufresne. The and Okay, the cat is Andy Dufresne. Yeah, the couch is the sewage. Right. The and cat is Andy Dufresne. <laughs> Who's Morgan Freeman? Morgan Freeman never showed. He never oh. found that box under the tree. Right. Okay. You know? God, that's a good movie. That's Have we spoiled movie. it? That's a great movie. Quick little trivia question for you. Who wrote that story, Bryce? Stephen King. That's right. Yes. You can have $50. Ooh. Uh, should we finish up with this one? This one's a little bit troubling. I was selling unused lingerie that my ex got me that was way too small. Some guy messaged me saying, hey, I'll pay you double if they're used. <laughs> Brittany. Bleak. Why would he want used underwear? I don't understand that. Well, some people have what we call fetishes. Particular interests. Hmm. Peculiar to some. I don't subscribe others. to that fetish. <laughs> Man. So you already got the double whammy of having lingerie that doesn't fit. I imagine that's a, I'm kick, surprised, to, that's a kick to the ego. Well, I'm surprised this person didn't say, I was selling unused lingerie that was too big. Yeah. But they told the truth. They, they were honest. It was too small. Brutal honesty. Yeah. And then to be met with a perv on the other end. Oh. Can you wear it first? Well, that was pretty good. Uh, no, that was not good. Uh, one call and then we're moving on. Hi. I've got a great Kijiji gone weird story. I'd love to hear it. Okay. I was, I was selling my tent trailer and, um, had quite a bit of interest in it, but this one lady seemed really interested. I thought for sure she was going to buy it. She came once, looked it all over, told me her story. She was a single mom wanting to take her kids camping, which is great. It was a perfect little tent trailer for her. And uh, she asked me why I was selling it, and 
is because I had just bought a new uh, hardwall trailer. And uh, my wife came out, and we were talking to her about the trailer. And my kids are a little bit older, so um, just partway through this whole conversation, she just breaks down, starts crying right there in my driveway. We've got the tent trailer popped up. She just starts bawling and then says, you got to excuse me for a second. And she runs to her car and sits in her car for, I bet you, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. And then she comes back out and says she can't possibly buy our tent trailer and then just takes $200 out of her pocket, hands it at my wife, and then ran away. She gave you $200 for your time? I guess. What was the deal? <laughs> How come she was so upset? No idea? Uh, we, we, started, we started talking about just like, because my kids are teenagers now, and we were just talking about, because we'd had this tent trailer for a long time, and I guess the memories, I don't know what it was. We were talking about, you know, how much joy we got out of this tent trailer, and we were happy to pass it along to her. And then, I don't know if that triggered something, but it was super awkward. Did you keep the $200? Well, my wife tried giving it back. She went to her car, knocked on the window, and the lady just, like, shook her head and just, like, kind of waved her off and just basically told her to go away, and then she just left. <laughs> I don't know. Like, what do you do if somebody's just crying, <laughs> <laughs> sobbing uncontrollably? In your driveway, do you put your arm around them and comfort them? Do you tell them to beat it? What Man, do you do? I do not have the tools to handle that situation. Oh, no, you'd be horrible in that no. situation. My bedside manner would not help. Yeah. I don't know what I would do. I would be yelling for my wife. I'd be like, ah, <laughs> come, no, come. I'd be backing away. I'd be worried that neighbors are thinking that I'm making this person cry. Here's $50. Please go away. <laughs> The Lawn Chair Profits, solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. Man, I'm still riding high over this cat being Andy Dufresne analogy I came up with. It was solid. That was bang on. It might be the smartest thing I've ever said. Also, Was Morgan Freeman the couch, maybe? No, Morgan Freeman wasn't the couch. No, again, the couch was the, the sewage. The couch was the sewage. Right? It was the yeah, sewage okay. pipe, the, his ticket to freedom. Morgan Freeman does not appear in this metaphor. It's just Dufresne, the sewage, and the warden. What about the ice-cold beer on the rooftop for the inmates who just retard the prison roof? Hmm. That's not in this story either? Maybe that was the... Because I imagine the couch was in the back of a truck. Yeah. And so that cat probably stuck his head out and was getting that fresh air yeah. blowing through his fur. And that was his cold beer on the rooftop. Wow. Okay, you thought this out. Man, I really know this movie. So we were talking the other day about... Uh, cringe-worthy, embarrassing moments from your past. Those, right. Those things that every now and again, maybe it's a maybe it's a scent in the air, something will just remind you of that incident, and then you just, you get that full, oh, like, and you just, you hate yourself. Yeah, or you'll be super tired after a long day, and you lay down in bed, and all you want to do is sleep, and then yeah. all of a sudden, all you can think of is that thing you did 12 years ago that haunts you to this day. Yeah, that was super humiliating <laughs> or whatever. I've, I've got a few of them, actually. Am I allowed to tell mine? Please. Have I told the one about when I was working at a radio station in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Canada? Which one's this? I was driving around on a Saturday afternoon in the Fun by Four. which <laughs> that was, what it was called? <laughs> yeah. I may have named it. I don't know. Oh, man. But it was... <laughs> 
I had coolers full of free Coca-Cola in the back, like mm. ice cold Coca-Cola. And it was the middle of summer. It was a beautiful day. God, that's refreshing. And I was driving around doing cut-ins. Hey, this is Garner Andrews, except for I was Rick Andrews at the time. Nice. Yeah, that was that was awesome. And uh, I'd, I'd go do cut-ins from Sydney, and we're giving away free Coca-Cola. And I talked just like that. Well, I went, I saw probably... 100, 150 young-ish people in a park. And I thought, perfect, I can unload all this Coke right here. So I get my coolers out and I had like a little wagon thing to pull them on. And I start walking around the park and I'm like, hey, come on, have a free Coke. And they're like, no, that's a good thing. Why not? They're free, no strings attached. Nobody's gonna phone you. You don't have to sign up for anything, have a Coke. And I'm committed to giving away all of this Coca-Cola on a summer afternoon in the park in Saskatoon. And all of a sudden, a guy probably in his 50s comes up to me and he takes me aside. Uh, and he's like, uh, we're a Mormon church group and our religion dictates that we don't consume caffeine. So I'm going to have to ask you to leave us alone. Oh, wow. <sighs> oh. Ooh, there's no way you could have known. Nope. But you certainly do feel a lot of shame. And basically, this is a long time ago, so here's a hundred of <laughs> essentially my peers who probably knew who I was from the radio or may have known who I was from the radio, all looking at me, drag my little wagon full of Coca-Cola classic away back to my fun by four. And how far of a walk was that? It was a long walk. I remember, <laughs> I remember <laughs> pulling my wagon and I remember it just seemed like the fun by four was getting further and further <laughs> away. <laughs> Walk towards it. Oh, the fun by four. The fun by four. The C95 fun by four. Oh, man. Have it at your community event. Jeez. And that, you probably did the thing, too, when you drove away. You just turned off the radio and drove in silence. In silence. Yep. Just, I was. You just needed to reflect <laughs> on what happened. Oh, that was brutal. There was another time, too. And I still cringe about this one, too. I have, one of my dad's brothers lived in uh, Indiana in the USA with his wife and their family. So I didn't really know them all that well. We'd see them occasionally. We'd go down to Indiana or this one year, uh, the aunt and uncle came up to Moose Jaw and my uncle or my aunt, one of them is showing me pictures of my cousin and her, her new baby. And I'm like, oh my God, that baby is adorable. Looks exactly like Lori. Oh, and no. then my uncle's like, oh, oh no. They adopted. Oh, no. (laughs) 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 Oh, (laughs) I knew where that was going and it still stung. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Those are the kinds of things. Like that was, the cousin thing was probably, I don't know, 20 years ago, 25 years ago. And the, Coca-Cola thing was just as long ago, but they still haunt me to this day. Man, I think uh-huh. it was nearly 15 years ago when I got fired mm. from my radio job. And I still remember when they brought me in to fire me, uh, they pulled me into a studio and the guy's like, we're here to say goodbye today. And my reaction to that was, where are you going? Because <laughs> your ego yeah. won't allow you to. <laughs> like, we're here to say goodbye. I'm like, oh, where are you going? And they're like, no, no, you're the one that's going. Uh... And that's how I got fired. Wow. And I still think about that pretty regularly. How long did you sit in that chair before they actually had to stand up and remove <laughs> you from the... I don't oh. remember. I do remember doing the dead man walking the green mile from the studio out through... 
It was a small station, but I had to walk past everyone else. Oh yeah, and you're just you, you're hyper aware that everybody's looking at you because oh that guy's got the just got fired stink on him. Oh man, yeah. Who are you going? Yeah. No, no, you're going. Uh, this one says years ago I was in a bar. I was drinking a drink with a straw before they became the devil's tool. Mm. Yeah. Why do you hate the environment? Why do you hate Mother Earth? Yeah. Have you seen that video of the turtle with it in his nose? Uh, this Okay. They say, I was giving some stranger a seductive look from across the room. Oh, baby. When I went to take a drink, I accidentally shoved the straw up my nose and got a massive nosebleed and spent <laughs> the next 40 minutes in the bathroom. <laughs> so, so embarrassing. But we laugh hard about it now. That's from Wendy. Because that's sometimes that's all you can do, Wendy, is laugh. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm a gentleman. <clears throat> but if I saw a woman giving me the eyes from across the room, then I witnessed her impale her nose, pierce her own nose with her straw, I would go up to her. Oh, yeah. I would be like, that's the girl for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the one for me. Like That's what we call a meat cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey guys, back when my wife was my girlfriend, I was at her office Christmas party sitting at a table with a couple of higher ups. It was a plated dinner and dessert was a hot fudge pudding. I immediately took a bite that was scalding hot, went to spit it in the cloth napkin, but in my hurry, I grabbed the tablecloth instead <laughs> for the rest of the evening. There was a large, unsightly brown stain next to my plate that no one made any mention of. <laughs> Ooh, a good waiter, a good waitress would see that happen and they would they would discreetly bring you a new napkin. Like they would whisk the other one away and nobody would be, they'd be none the wiser. But there's no way to discreetly replace an entire tablecloth at a Christmas party. Oh, I man. love that story. <clears throat> I just... I imagine being the other people at the table mm -hmm. and seeing this happen. <laughs> and trying to pretend you didn't see it happen. And just playing it cool the rest of the night. They're Ooh. probably still talking about that to this day. Probably. But don't let that bother you. <laughs> I know I would. Lawn Chair, Don't Care. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly are the Lawn Chair Profits. So Garner, I love this time of year, the end of the calendar year, because we start to see all the, the year in reviews. Yeah, the best of. Yeah, the stats of everything over the year, you know, Google with the most Google searches and all this. Uh, my favorite one over the last couple of years has been Skip the Dishes. Oh, yeah. They release the stats and they tell you kind of where people are buying the most stuff, you know, the most popular type of food. It turns out Skip the Dishes is used and abused really well in Alberta because they hold the title for both the most expensive single Skip the Dishes order of the year. It was actually in Edmonton. Uh, it was $900. For one order. For one order. Apparently it's three bottles of Dom Perignon, hmm. which is uh, champagne. I drink it all the time. <laughs> You're drinking it right now? I put it in my cereal. Yeah. What are you celebrating? <laughs> it's Tuesday. Uh, and then the other thing, and this is the one that caught everyone's attention and we're trying to figure out. Was, yeah, this is staggering. This is the person who used Skip the Dishes the most in all of Canada, the most orders placed. Also someone here in Alberta. It was also someone from Alberta. I don't know exactly where. That part is a mystery. But they ordered 962 orders since January 1st. Which is almost three times a day. Which is an insane amount. And at this point right now, there's still, what, three and a half weeks left in the mm. year? 
Also, they could get that up to three times a day. They could clock in at a thousand. Yeah. Maybe that's their goal. But at this point, so far in this year, in almost mid-December, they're at 962, which when you break it down is about three meals a day, almost. Well, somebody just did the math. If you ordered skip the dishes 962 times at say 30 bucks per time, that would be $28,860. That's cash. Yeah. That's 28 grand cash on skip the dishes. Does that include tip? I would hope so. Somebody else said a guy who works with me is that guy who orders three times a day, but sometimes he gets small things on his order, like just an ice cream cone. Ooh, man. What? No. Really? I've ordered ice cream, but I, I can't bring myself, like, I feel like I have to have a minimum amount of stuff. Yeah, you to add justify. it to your meal, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're not just, mm, I could really go for an ice cream cone. A single cone? There's a level of sad there. Like if you're just sitting at home on a Saturday night and you go, oh, I could just really go for a dip cone from Dairy Queen. <laughs> and then next thing, the, the driver, <laughs> you actually, you know what? If you're going to do that, you want to order two so that when the driver comes to drop them off, he's like, oh, he's got somebody else in there too. It's for him and his date. Yeah, it's for, they're just, you know, it's a, a romantic date and they're just sort of wrapping things up with a chocolate dipped ice cream cone. You could eat both. But there's a level of sad, Bryce, if you just order one. That's very true. And even just as a driver, when you, oh, new order coming in. Yeah. It's two ice, an ice cream cone. Yeah. I got to drive across town to deliver an ice cream cone. Like I'm sure all these 962 orders. Yeah. It probably, they weren't all full turkey dinners or anything like that. Probably a lot of small stuff, but still that's an absurd amount of orders. Do you ever get super judgy when you see... Uh, a delivery driver come into a really average restaurant or a food court oh and, and you're only there because you have to be there, but yet there are people that pay extra to have incredibly average food court food delivered to them yes. at work or home. You can have anything you want. You choose to have this incredibly average food court Chinese food. Like when I'm in 7-Eleven. Yes. Just getting a Red Bull and I see a... a a skip, skip driver or DoorDash or whatever. And yeah. I see them show up. I'm like, really? It's almost like you want to follow them. I want to see how this ends. I just want to be that person's life coach and be like, you deserve better. Yes. Why do you hate yourself so much? I mean, pizza or 7-Eleven pizza is fine. It is good. The chicken wings are fantastic. Taquitos are great. When you have your choice of anything, why are you doing that? Man. Grab them wow. by the shoulders, shake them. You deserve more. I believe we may have just lost the 7-Eleven account. I'll keep it by praising the taquitos. The taquitos are fan. Actually, all I've never had anything from 7-Eleven that I don't like. No, the Monterey chicken taquitos. Buy at least three of them. Wow. They're the size of cigars, so you can pretend it's a cigar whilst you That's it, fun. Which is a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone appreciates. I'm just smoking my lunch. But like you said, when there's a smorgasbord of options. Yeah. And Come it's on. just a nonstop. But the one thing, too, I noticed, I was in, um, I don't know, North America's biggest mall. Okay. Last week. Mm -hmm. And there was, in the food court I was sitting in, having a delicious lunch with my beautiful, beautiful bride, I was having substandard Chinese. I'll tell you that. It mall was Chinese food? I love mall Chinese food, but this... I think maybe I had the chicken balls from the day before. Like it was like, <laughs> I felt like I was eating a tennis ball. I had to go back and ask for a knife because 
You don't want to be the guy holding a chicken ball on the end of a, you look like a fat kid having a lollipop. You don't, because then you're gnawing off pieces of your food. Yeah. You don't want to eat it like an apple either. And the mall Chinese food court restaurants, what's with the cheap flimsy knife? Get a better knife. You can do that. Yeah. I don't know how they got the worst of them. But so did. anyway, I'm sitting in this mall and it's a long, think about that mall and how far in you have to walk to get to that food court. Right. So these skip drivers or whoever they're working for, they got to park a long way away in order to get all the way into the middle of the mall to bring you your incredibly, <laughs> to bring you your food. And then they have to walk all the way back to their car and deliver <laughs> it to your house. Like what? That mustn't be the cherry skip um, order. Like when you realize you have to walk into a mall. No, you want to get in and out. Time is money. Yeah. When you have to waste time parking, walking all, you're right. That's because that's a haul from any door. Remember too, when uh, there used to be travel. Oh, remember that there used to be airports. Mm -hmm. So I was standing in an airport, the one that I'm pointing at over here. Mm -hmm. And I was waiting for my luggage to come out. And there's a Tim Hortons right there. I saw two skip drivers come in to an airport Tim Hortons and pick up orders. Wow. Oh. Wow. Who is it? You know the rule. If your phone rings during the podcast, you have to answer it. Says Sherwood Park. I think it's one of those scam calls. Oh, let's take it. Uh, yeah. So anyway, now the skip driver has to pay for airport parking <laughs> in order to come in and get your crawler. Man. That is really weird. It is. It'd be like ordering McDonald's and they have to go to a Walmart to get it. Like how much money do you have to make as a skip driver in order to do an airport run or yeah. a food court run? You're paying more for parking than you are getting tipped. Uh, we got to wrap this thing up, but let me grab this. Hi. Hey, how's it going, guys? I do skip the dishes every day. My name's Troy. You want a little info or what? Well, yeah. How many times a day are you doing skip the dishes? Usually from about... 10 in the morning. I'm a delivery driver. Oh, okay. I thought you meant you were ordering it every single day. No, bro. I, I deliver, but I can give you a lot of information if you want. Okay. Well, are there people that order three meals a day through Skip the Dishes? Sometimes twice. Um, every day, for sure. I go to the same customers every day. That's for sure. Okay. What's the most popular thing you're bringing them? Now it's all fast food. All the other restaurants are like, you know, Sawmill and the mom and pop places. They're like morgues, like A&W, McDonald's. Sometimes I hit McDonald's in the morning like eight or ten times a day. Really? Yes. Easy. Wow. Morning shift, first shift, no problem. What, uh, what kind of money are you making driving for Skip the Dishes? Well, about eight about six, seven months ago, on a good shift, you could make 80 to 120 on a four-hour shift. But now there's so many people doing it, you probably make 40, 60 bucks. Oh, because everybody who lost their job decided to drive for Skip? Is that... Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. accurate. And another thing, too, is I was pretty positive. I read that a English company, a company from England bought that skip the dishes pre-covid for 350 million but you could look it up online I'm i think you're right like I, I think they did sell it but it was started by a couple of brothers from prince albert saskatchewan i think yeah yeah i think you're right man yeah okay. and another thing is i wonder what they're worth now because pre-covid it was not nearly as busy as it is now oh yeah you would think it'd be worth even more now yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, are you driving right now for Skip? I am. 
<laughs> See you later, bro. He called me bro. He did. Uh, that bothers me. Oh, no. It means he thinks you're one of the cool kids. Really? Me? Mm, huh. Maybe. Oh. Great. Maybe it's your new uniform. Maybe. Thanks for listening to the Lawn Chair Profits with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Theme by Garner Andrews. Guests of the Lawn Chair Profits enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Ooh, mystery candy. 